Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Night Shadow. Night Shadow has just released an album called Strike Them Dead. They're from San Diego. They were formed in 2012. This is their first full-length album. The band pushes the boundaries of speed and power metal. I invite you to check this album out. And here is my interview with Nick from Night Shadow. Hello, Nick. This is Bob. Hey, Bob. How you doing, my friend? I'm good. How about you? Great. The weekend is upon us. Yes, it is. I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for, thanks for having me. <laughs> and congratulations on a great album. The guitars oh, on you. this album are amazing. They drive the songs and push the boundaries. Mm -hmm. of the I wanted to know, uh, what age did you start playing, and who were your influences? So, I started playing guitar my junior year of high school, so when I was about 17, and my start, I started off as kind of more into hard rock, so the band that really got me into playing guitar was ACDC, and then throughout, like, my last couple of years of high school, I was into... CDC, Van Halen, and Guns N' Roses, and then when I headed off to college, I started delving more into the metal side of things with you know, Metallica, Megadeth, Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, and then my, as far as playing goes, I had a pretty drastic style change my first year of college. I met a guy in one of my English classes who was also a guitar player, and he was heavily into power metal. And he told me about this band that I'd never heard of before called Stradivarius. Hmm. And I, yeah, so I finally, I was like, all right, well, I'll look them up. And so I, when I finally looked them up, and then that's when it just clicked. It's like, all right, power metal, that, that, that's what I want to play. So, and then from there, I got them, thanks to YouTube and all of and its recommendations, that's how I discovered bands like Hammerfall and Sabaton and Gamma Ray and Nightwish. So that's... That's kind of how my guitar musical journey progressed. Um, I wanted to ask you, uh, what is your favorite track on the album and why? Uh, mine is Legend because I feel it's a perfect start to the album. It defines you and uh, it gives you a great idea of what's coming up. Yeah, and we put it we put it there for we put that as the opening track there for that particular reason and sort of a like hello here you go so as for my favorite track on the album I think that's a tough one I think I'd have to say False Truths it's it's one of our oldest songs we've been playing it since our first show pretty much and it's it's one of the longer tracks but I just really like the flow of that one and all of the the various guitar work on that one and I wanted to ask you, um, how was the studio process for you? So the studio process, we kind of did this, this album a little different than we did our EP. Like when we did our EP, we did the whole thing in the studio. But this time around, we kind of split it up. So we did drums and vocals in a studio. And the guitars and bass we recorded at on our own. So my guitar 
guitarist Danny Fang and I, we got together at my apartment and we ran our temper in the Pro Tools and recorded all the tracks in my living room. And then our bass player did all of his bass tracks at his house and then we just did the, um, the studio for drums and vocals and that really, it saved us a lot of money on studio time and it's, we got, and it helped because we really got to take our time with the guitar tracks and make sure that they were just as perfect as they could be. And it shows, it definitely does. Um, will you be supporting the album with the tour? Probably not. Unfortunately, touring isn't really feasible for a lot of us. Um, aside from our singer, like all four of us work full jobs. And my bass player has kids in school, and my singer has kids in school. So, and my drum, my drummer teaches, and at like all hours pretty much all week so it's not we can't really just drop everything for three to four weeks to go on a tour unfortunately um are there any songs that didn't make the album that didn't make the cut this time around actually no so we um as far as writing goes we're kind of slow as as far as writing goes a lot of these songs we actually have been have been part of our live set for quite some time and we only just now finally got them recorded and and also like three of the songs on the album which are Children of the Night, False Truth, and Mistress of the Pit were actually on our, our EP and we re-recorded them for, for the album. And um, I also wanted to ask you, uh, um, have, you have club experience I'm sure and um, I wanted to know, um, do you have any fun stories that you can share about uh, things that's happened uh, playing in clubs? Uh, nothing too crazy. Thankfully, our shows have been fairly uneventful. There, there may have been some ruckus in, down in the front of the stage, but a lot of times when we're playing, I'm kind of, I'm pretty much oblivious as to what's going on out in the crowd because I'm focusing on what I'm doing. So, um, yeah, nothing, nothing really too crazy as far as playing in clubs go. It's just some of, some of them are um, just extremely small. I guess one thing I can say is our last show, which we played in October of 2019, we were at a, a small place in San Diego called the Tower Bar, and it's so small there's not even a stage. They don't even have a proper sound equipment. There's just a PA for the vocals. And then you just run off your amps and cabs. And I guess throughout our show, they were, for some odd reason, they had some cheesy B-level horror movies on the wall behind us. <laughs> I mean, cheesy B-level doesn't even begin to describe I mean, this thing, it looked like somebody's college project. And for whatever <laughs> reason, they had it on the wall behind us as we were playing. <laughs> and, uh... As of right now, do you have any merchandise, or are you just uh, going with the EP? I mean, the album, I'm sorry. So, yeah, we do have shirts available on our Bandcamp page. Um, as far as BDs go, we are temporarily out, but we are expecting a new order of those to come in in the next week or so. So those, those will be back up online as well. But we'll, we have we have two different designs for a t-shirt. We have one with the album cover on it, and we have one that just has our logo. 
And I don't have them yet, but we're also going to have a, a limited run of long sleeve shirts with both the logo design and then one with the artwork design. And I wanted to ask you as well, um, in, uh, in your guitar pairing, um, how did you guys uh, work out? You guys uh, just naturally uh, fit together with uh, working together with your timing and everything, or um, was it pretty systematic? Danny and I work extremely well together. We come from very, our musical tastes are very similar, and we, as far as our backgrounds go, ours are kind of different. Like, I never formally studied music, I'm entirely self-taught. And Danny has a little bit more of a theory background, so it kind of helps when I write stuff, and then I can kind of say, "Hey, do you think this works, or is this part weird, or how can we harmonize it?" And he has the knowledge to kind of clean some of that stuff up and add those those layers of melodies on it. So we it, it works pretty well. Yeah, I love I love the sounds of the dual guitars. I think it uh, just gives another layer. Uh, to the music, because uh, um, drums were very driving, but you could tell that the guitars are leading the way in the music. And I think uh, it seemed to me like a lot of the songs uh, start definitely from riffs. Yeah, that's de- that is definitely the main focus. And if you could give any message for your fans, what would it be? to take a moment and thank you for spending time with me today. And remember, come see me for a fix.